the real Slim Shady. It's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas, now joined by Scott Drew, Baylor Bears uh, head men's coach. And Scott, welcome uh, to the Mosley Show. And and uh, man, this is it's always tough when it when it ends. And um, and boy, I'm sure you're getting all kind of opportunities. They love when you go on TV and that kind of thing. But I'm just curious, <laughs> what what do you um, what do you do after? Like, do you watch the game a couple of times like you would if y'all were moving on anyway? Or do you do you go in a dark room for a couple of days? That doesn't really sound like you. What do you do like to uh, at the when it ends so abruptly like that? Which it happens obviously to a lot of teams. Well, each year is different. Um, I can just tell you what I did this year. And yeah. this year, um, after the game was over, I watched the film on the plane ride home because I wanted to see what the heck happened. And then I uh, <laughs> uh, just judged, uh, man, uh, we missed some shots that we normally hit. They made some tough shots. We made some mental mistakes. Uh, could have done this, could have done that. Um, and then, And then you don't sleep for two days. And then after that, uh, you're, you're visiting with your guys, making sure they're, they're doing their, what they need to do academically. And then, uh, um, as you know, nowadays, uh, you're, you got to look at, uh, who's available in the portal. You got to talk to your players who wants to look at the, uh, going through the NBA process, um, who's looking at transferring and, and really that's, and that, that's, that's a daily, um, conversation because really no one knows what their roster is going to look like uh next year until um people make decisions on portal nba and everything and it's not like season's over boom this is what i'm doing it's those are conversations so i bring all that up to say normally coaches work harder once season ends for the next couple of weeks than they actually do almost during season because you're trying to see what you need to do for next year so no private moments like on the lake. You didn't get any fishing in. You just um, you've had to jump right into that transfer portal. I bet you're even checking the portal, aren't you? Even if you're out there uh, fishing off the dock or out in a boat or whatever, I bet you're still connected to the portal. By the way, who's your biggest portal person? Like on a staff, is there is there someone assigned almost to know? immediately who's hitting and communicating with all the rest of the staff. Who's your, who's your, your point person in the portal? Um, Jason Smith is our point person uh, as far as getting information, but we're, we're all, we're all aware of what's going on. uh, And we all get updates because we all know different people. Um, Did I lose you there? No, I got you. I'm just listening to you. Okay. So, 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 I mean, now nowadays everything's on social media. Who's leaving what? And yeah. Names popping up, and 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 all of that. But um, really, it's uh, uh, until you know what what you have with your team, um, then then it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you might know you have this hole or that hole, but uh, really, the portal opens uh, March 13th and it goes through April 11th. So until that time's over, and then. With the NBA, also those workouts. Um, uh, I'm in the car right now, um, but it was. It, I think it's like May 11th is when you know, or, or so. It's like it's all steps. It's process. It's constantly uh, 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 changing, and that's why 
to be honest, he, before all all the the transfers and NBA stuff, like when season ended, coaches would go golfing or or get a couple <laughs> days to refresh or regroup. Now it's almost like you know what your penalty is for losing. You got to figure out the next couple of weeks, and that's <laughs> where the routine of playing, practicing. Uh, that's a lot more structured. Yeah. And knowing your guys, by the way, I bet they're trying to get back in the gym. I mean, you you know, you have guys that, that want to be shooting. I'm just thinking about some of the gym rats on this team. Um, I, 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 it's hard. I guess sometimes you almost have to tell guys, hey, take a break, get away for a little bit. But uh, that's not exactly how some of these guys are, are wired, is it? No, we, we, we've had uh, probably half the team already in the gym working out. The other half probably are coming in at night when we're not around. So, I mean, uh, that's the blessing of having guys that love the gym, love to get better, um, love to work out, and that's why they're, they're really good players. And, and at the same time, some of them uh, uh, have been spending more time getting caught up on studying because uh, more school was missed during conference tournament and NCAA tournament time. So players are really uh, – um, uh, between getting caught up with academics and then getting back to uh, their working out, they're they're keeping plenty busy as well. Do they ever come to you for tutoring help? Is there any subject you're uh, actually pretty good in? Were well, you a pretty good math well, guy? All, all our guys would be ineligible if they came to me for tutoring. <laughs> so thank goodness they and 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 because of NCA rules, we, we're not allowed to be involved with that. So the academic okay. people do an amazing job over there. Yeah. And uh, uh, most of all, our guys, uh, uh, they want to get a Baylor degree. They understand the importance and the value of education. They know how blessed they are to be at a great school where they can become better spiritually, character-wise, academically, and Mm -hmm. basketball-wise. Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What Scott, when you look back right now, what's kind of the biggest frustration this season, just from a basketball perspective? you know, you did some great things offensively. Obviously, this maybe wasn't up to your standards for the whole season on the defensive yeah. side. What what kind of what stands out to you when you kind of think back and start thinking, oh, man, I yeah. wish we could have figured this out? What was the most frustrating thing as you look back on it? Well, you know, I'm an optimistic guy, so I'll start with the positive <laughs> reflections. And what that would be would be, um, first of all, when we were 0-3 in, in conference, you wondered, man, uh, are you even going to make the tournament? And then you finish being the number nine overall seed in the NCAA tournament. So um, in basketball, uh, one game means more come tournament time, especially when you lose, but it doesn't define your year. And there's 363 schools. Uh, we're one of four schools, I think, that have been in top three seed the last four years. We are the ninth overall seed this year. Had the first or second best offense for most of the year. Um, did a great job offensive rebounding. Frustratingly, um, defensively, we started out good and gradually um, uh, uh, got worse rather than improved and finished uh, uh, um, in the 103 or whatever, 105 defensively in the Ken Palm analytics. And we're used to being top 30, top 25 in the last few years there. So that was the, that was the toughest part. And, uh, uh, some of that is, is, uh, the, as you know, analytically, the big 12 was tremendous this year. Um, but we had a younger team. We had, uh, uh, you look at uh, us, Texas tech and Kansas and Texas tech was eighth in the league defensively. We were 10th in the league. 
And part of youth is that's the end that you normally aren't as good at. And uh, um, normally, the longer you're in college, the more you are, are physically strong enough, um, mentally prepared enough for different schemes, scouting reports, and adjustments. And then, and then defensively, that comes with some maturity normally too, because uh, it's important and uh, uh, in translates in winning. And normally, uh, you get the importance of being in a stance, being down, being ready, um, and you junior, senior year, sixth year, fifth year, you're just better at it. Yeah, that's interesting You just that you would grow into defense. I mean, I, I think we always expect people, hey, show up. And, you know, even Keontae was a willing defender. I'm not saying he was always great. But then yeah. even when he wasn't shooting that well late in the season, what was he doing? He was diving on the floor, yeah. taking charges. Yeah. And, again, that's the tough thing because that's a guy who you're probably going to – lose uh to the lottery and you'll be very excited for him but can you imagine yeah. where he would be even just next season even if you got him for yeah. for one more season well and you, and you think about it i mean a high school player comes in and they're a pretty good shooter they don't need to lift weights to improve their shot but all of a sudden you spend four years in a weight room think how much more physical and tough you are on defense very similar to probably a lineman why most linemen in football redshirt is because they're going against 50 or guys that are 40 pounds heavier and, and bench press 50 pounds more. And that physicality is part of defense. So um, you take any freshman and you put them in four years in a weight room, and now all of a sudden they're a lot harder to get around because of the physicality they possess. Yeah, I, and Scott Drew joined us on Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. I like when you do the football stuff. You and Frischilla, you both are really good about doing all those football analogies. Um, and uh, and that that helps that you know I I, I kind of like that now this uh, Scott this this Paul Mills uh, is officially now the head coach at Wichita State looks like Texas Tech wants to hire Grant but of course he's still going to NIT in Vegas um, by the way do you wish your former assistants would stop getting Big Twelve jobs. <laughs> Wouldn't well, it, that be it, nice? It, it's, it's, it's definitely bittersweet, and uh, uh, you're really happy for them, and they deserve it. They'll do a great job. It's tough competing against them, but um, if you have two or three uh, Baylor guys in the league, then let's go one, two, and three, and we'll figure that out. Obviously, we prefer to be number one, and they can be two and three if that if Grant does go there. Uh, um, at at the same time. Uh, um, I know they're great coaches. They're going to run great programs. They're going to help develop young men um, spiritually, academically. Um, they're going to help prepare them for life. They're going to be great coaches. So you're happy for them. And uh, um, they're always going to be uh, Baylor Bears down deep inside. Um, at, at the same time, uh, it, it's great that uh, they're getting those opportunities and people are, are – are respecting the job that uh, uh, they're doing and we're doing here to hire them. Do they do Paul and Grant <clears throat> when these opportunities come up? Do do they call you during this process? Um, I mean, I I don't know if they, they probably have their own agents and that kind of thing. But again, y'all have great relationships and you stayed very close mm-hmm. to these folks. What is what is that? like do they try to do they ever uh, lean on you as they're kind of trying to make make life changes decisions like that well that that that, that's that's the great thing about the coaching fraternity you all have mentors people you work with and 
with us, iron sharpens iron. I call those guys just as much as they call me to pick, pick their brain and get their thoughts and feedback. And, um, uh, in, 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 it might be advice in family. It might be advice in coaching. I mean, when you work with people, you're, you're normally friends with them and, uh, um, brothers. And I mean, we have text threads, motivate each other during the year, send motivational stuff. And, um, the great thing about in, in the coaching realm, uh, uh, people love athletics because it's it's fun to have opinions, thoughts, which is which is awesome. It's also uh, um, coaches understand being critiqued all the time, so uh, it's 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 easier to take criticism from someone who knows what you're going through because they seem to word things a little bit better, make it approachable, or different ideas on on encouraging your team and whatnot. So we all help each other. And uh, we'll continue to help each other as far as obviously during the season communication, um, uh, especially uh, uh, when you're getting ready to play, isn't as high. <laughs> but uh-huh. uh, uh, again, if we can go one, two, three in the league, if Grant goes to Texas Tech, um, uh, personally, we all prefer to be number one at Baylor. Um, but that that that's great with us. And I, I tell you, you can just uh, uh, um, the longer I'm in it, the more. You, you appreciate and respect what Coach Saban's gone through because he's had a lot of people get jobs and he's competed against them and and that that's that it's challenging and it's a, in its own right too. Yeah, you don't want Jerome to become Kirby Smart, do you? <laughs> <laughs> you and the football analogy. <laughs> I can hang with you on that. <laughs> Talking to Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN uh, Central Texas. And uh, I am kind of curious, speaking of Jerome, um, did it go? Was it pretty natural? I know you missed him, I'm sure. But the co-associate head coaches, and I know they, you know, John, I I think, specializes on the offensive side of the ball, maybe A-B defense. They probably have a lot of responsibilities. Did that work? as you thought it would work? Was it pretty natural? I mean, that's not easy to replace a guy that's been there with you for 20 years. I, I'm just kind of curious how that seemed to go, and did it just become smoother as the year the year went on? Well, one, one thing is every, everybody's got titles or responsibilities, but we're all working together. We're all coaching together. So we're all mm-hmm. coaching offense. We're all coaching defense. We're all coaching human beings and people and trying to develop a, a character and, 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 and success for them after basketball as well as during basketball. So uh, when you have different players, you have different dynamics. When you have a different coaching staff, you have different dynamics. And uh, that always, each year, um, and even if you have the same coaches year in and year out, the, it, it, everything is a little different because you've been at it longer and now um, – you might be in a different state of mind. You might be, uh, I mean, people go through uh, 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 different family uh, um, things and, and struggles during years. So, I mean, it's always, that's one thing you about life. It's never the same. Even if you have the same job, people approach you different, things happen different. In basketball, it's the roller coaster, not the merry-go-round. It's the ups and downs and how to deal with that. Um, but I, I know with our staff, uh, we're really blessed because we got uh, uh, great men, that are mentoring young people. And one day when we're all in heaven, seeing them up there, that's the most important thing. That's winning the game of life is all that matters. Um, at the same time down on earth, uh, improving and growing 
in preparing champions for life. That's our, our calling and job at Baylor University, and our staff does a great job with that. Each and every year you adjust and you develop and you hopefully improve. Hopefully I'm a better coach next year than I was this year. And the minute you stop trying to grow, you stop trying to improve, um, that, that, that's when you're going backwards. And we don't live to go backwards. We live to get better. And uh, I, I think iron sharpens iron. We have a great staff. We all learn from one another. And uh, that kind of sums it up. Kind of like you, Mosley. You're like a fine wine. You get better with age. <laughs> you were talking about even if you keep the same job. Think how many jobs I've had since you've known me. <laughs> it's kind of changed up a lot over the years. Now, I'm curious. Uh, I would think you probably, because of Jerome and the Big 12, would be rooting for K-State the rest of the way. I also know that the team that knocks you out, you always root for. So I think Creighton would have to be up there. I think it publicly you have to say University of Texas because they're in the Big 12. Uh, but they're leaving us, Scott. We, can't, we don't need to think of them as like longtime Big 12ers. How do you, how do you handicap the rest of this one, and, and are you pulling for uh, Jerome and, uh, and, uh, and K-State now? Well, I think you analyze the situation tremendous, and, and to begin with, <laughs> you're going to root for Coach Tang because he's a brother. And he's uh-huh. in the Big 12, so absolutely. And uh, um, uh, and, and Coach Tang will always will be brothers for life. I mean, 19 years together, that's that's a long time. Um, both of us uh, didn't have any hair loss and no gray hair back when we met. So um, with, with, with uh, uh, as far as the rest of the Big 12, Texas is in the Big 12 this year. And Houston's coming in next year. Uh, love to still see three four final four teams at some point this year uh, um, is going to be different. Um, but, I mean, you want the Big 12 schools to all do well, and why I mean that is Houston and Texas uh, are going to play before the final four. So, um, and, and Creighton, we'll cheer for them as long as they don't play a Big 12 school because uh, w- when you lose, you want the team that beats you to, 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 to obviously do well. And Coach McDermott does a great job. they got a really good team. They played a great game. In fact, they – set an NCAA or tied an NCAA record um, that went back to 1971. I don't know if you were born then, uh, mostly. No. I was born in 70. <laughs> so so uh, uh, 71 was the last time a team went 22 for 22 from the free throw line, and they tied Fordham's record. Man, I don't remember much about that Fordham team, and neither do you, <laughs> since you were one year. You were a one, but it, it just shows you they were on point and played a great game. Yeah, you were doing the other day just the greatest uh, teams of all time, the greatest college teams of all time, and I thought that was interesting. Of the people who are still alive, the Sweet Sixteen, and and one of them was that Princeton team with Bill Bradley on it. Who you've probably crossed paths with him at some point. He went on to become a yeah. you know well-known politician. But it is amazing when you go back to some of these teams. And one of them was just this year. You know, like FAU, yeah. for instance. They don't have, you know, it's like just this season. So, anyway, it's, uh, well, it's going to be, it'll be fun. We want always Baylor to be in it. But uh, we'll still enjoy watching it. And, Scott, I really appreciate the time. And I've been excited. I was excited that your coaching tree, the Scott Drew coaching tree, continues to blossom and uh again i just wish they wouldn't end up in the big 12 but that's okay we'll be happy for grant no matter what and in the meantime let's root for the mean green 
in Vegas to do well in the NIT, no matter what Grant ends up deciding. Absolutely. And uh, uh, we all know from Final Four winning the NIT in 2013, that's an unbelievable experience. And there's two teams that are happy at the end of the year, the national champion and the NIT champion. Um, So uh, uh, other than that, everybody finishes with the loss and wishes they would have done better. So, uh, and, and before we go, I do want to take this moment to thank all the Baylor fans and Baylor family for all the support this year. Uh, Again, we wouldn't be the ninth overall seed out of 363 schools without you. And we wouldn't be one of uh, uh, what four schools to get a top three seed in the last four years. And then uh, um, I I think we're going to end up still being the first or second winningest power five program uh, uh, when it's all said and done this year in the last, uh, I think, four years. So uh, a lot of things to be grateful for. Um, Wish we were still playing, um, but thank Thank you all for helping us uh, uh, be able to have the success we've had. All right, well said. I think I used to be my biggest fan of the Mosley Show, but you know who it is on your staff now? None other than Bill Peterson. It turns out he was kind of a he was a closet Mosley Show fan, and he revealed that at a recent the Big Twelve tournament. So Bill Peterson, uh, one of the biggest Mosley Show listeners out there. So I just thought I would let you know that. Well, that explains why he always leaves practice and goes up to his room. So, not just... <laughs> why is Bill leaving at 4 o'clock every day? <laughs> hey, appreciate you. Thanks for all you do, Matt. All right, you bet. There he goes. Scott Drew, the uh, head coach of the Baylor Bears. And, uh, yeah, it's hard to keep Scott down for long. He's, uh, he, he's going to be back out there having a good time and uh, enjoying it. But, boy, he is competitive, and he takes these losses as hard as anyone. And uh, this staff will bounce back, and uh, and it, it was. I mean, I think it's tough. Sometimes it, it ends so abruptly we forget, like Scott was saying, there were some really, really good things that happened this year. We didn't even talk about everyday John coming back. What an amazing moment that was.